And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You will rest in peace. Basketballs don't hold grudges. He got a bicycle. Welcome to the WrestleCube. Now, normally that would be where Daniel comes in and says something hilarious, like the cube in a, the way that he does, which is always amazing um, and adds significantly more to this than my slightly dry style. But uh, it's just me, Tom Mimner, here today um, with a little mini update, I suppose, uh, on what's happening with the WrestleCube, where we are with everything, and what to expect in the near future with our future plans. So, uh, just to, I mean, we started the King of Cube slash uh, uh, G1 Cube Max, uh, uh, Wrestle Cubedom, uh, various other names, a trophy tournament uh, plans kind of uh, sort of six weeks or so ago. Uh, we've done the draw, we've got the brackets already. Um, Daniel's working on some fantastic uh, stuff for social media involving that, which uh, hopefully you'll see over the next few weeks. And it's, absolutely fantastic um but uh in a small complication uh i had some uh, my personal life has got a little bit more complicated because we had a a second child recently which has been wonderful uh but it has eaten into quite a lot of my my time as you might imagine uh, and quite rightly so as i'm sure you'll agree um but um it's just it's kind of that and scheduling issues have sort of uh set us back a little bit in terms of getting going with this really um just because myself and Daniel have been on uh, different sort of schedules recently. Uh, mostly myself, to be perfectly honest. Um, however, we are starting to get back on schedule and we had planned to record this week. In fact, we did try and record uh, the first round matchup between uh, Eddie Guerrero and Kazuchika Okada. And we had a wonderful conversation for about an hour, which we recorded. And then due to a technical flub on my part, which is uh, 100% my fault, uh, we ended up with a nothing. Uh, so it was a waste of uh, an hour or so even though we had a lovely chat um, you'll never hear it unfortunately Um, as Daniel quite rightly pointed out it is something of a rite of passage for any podcast to have that happen to them it does and you know so be it but yeah not an ideal situation for anyone involved so yeah um, we will be recording again in a few days time uh, and we're going to tweak what we had done slightly uh we're trying to think of it as something of a rehearsal um but to save a bit of time with that i just wanted to give you a a heads up as to you know kind of where we've been what's going on why things have been a bit quiet and that we are very much working on more stuff to come in the next few weeks so you can certainly expect uh more podcasts over the next week a few weeks and months as we work our way through the 16-man tournament um which may or may not feature robocop Long story. Uh, you'll hear about it, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we're certainly we're doing our best to try and provide you with uh, a really fun podcast. And hopefully, you know, hopefully you'll get the word out there and help us spread this to more people. Um, I think one of the things uh, I suppose I should really talk about, I guess, uh, while I've got you here, um, is just uh, what what kind of since our last podcast, what's been going on, obviously, um WWE have uh, launched the uh, the Thunderdome concept, which has been uh, bizarre, uh, brilliant, awful, 
uh, a significant improvement on the performance center and you know all of the above um yeah it's a weird concept and i appreciate that the wwe are doing everything they can in the circumstances to attempt to provide something now it's not a lot uh you should be know and obviously for them production costs have been way way down for you know for um in recent months and they've probably saved a shed load of money despite the fact that they then let go a load of people during a pandemic but that's another another thing for another day uh and this is not the right podcast for that as there are more hard-hitting and uh uh well-informed podcasts out there who could probably offer something a bit better on that front um and they're not hard to find you know post wrestling do, did a great look back at all that and you know there are certainly plenty of places around where you can get that information um but yeah i just wanted to give my thoughts on it i suppose i like the concept i think and it's about as well executed as they could have done it certainly feels more like a live show with the sound being pumped in Uh, yeah it's not the same as a live crowd but it's like watching premier league football or watching basketball at the moment it's certainly something that isn't quite what you would have hoped for and it's not quite what maybe you know ideally you'd want but in the circumstances i think they're doing a great job um, I mean, the other option, of course, is to have some fans in the building, um, which I know AEW have been experimenting with and other companies have been experimenting with, um, you know, a, a limited capacity. But, you know, there are definitely things that, you know, think considerations to be made depending on where you're filming and what you're doing and, and what your risk factor and your testing procedures are. It's it's a whole thing. Coronavirus has thrown the whole thing for a loop, you know, and this is the weirdest year in society ever but it's probably also the weirdest year for sports and for sports entertainment and everything attached to that so um yeah i think the concept is solid um i very much enjoyed the SummerSlam and payback shows i thought they were really well really well paced really well well done i like the fact that these aren't seven hour shows like they had been previously we're looking at you know maybe more shows but more that are between two to three hours much more palatable much more easily digested um the return of roman reigns uh, as a heel with paul Heyman has been wonderful i very much enjoyed that um and yeah um obviously since then we've also had the sasha banks and um bailey split which was a little abrupt but uh it certainly seems like it's been coming for some time so maybe it isn't abrupt it's just in it, it, you know obviously it lacked the um the crowd reaction which you would hope for that sort of thing but you can't wait around forever and you know we don't know when this is going to be all back you know if ever things are going to be completely back to normal so maybe this is the future of how things are going to work i don't know um but certainly yeah it's been uh, it's been interesting um i think what else has been going on uh, AEW had all out i've only seen some of it so far uh, but um what i saw quite enjoyed i would say to a point the matt hardy stuff is obviously pretty messed up and um there's lessons that need to be learned there by the company in terms of actually looking after their talent a bit better um there's i don't care if a wrestler says well i'm okay after you've had a fall which there's no way in hell you didn't have a concussion for there is no way you should be continuing even if you say you're okay and that match had never been restarted um so yeah i mean it's it's not great but by the same token you know um there were other problems with the show i'm not sure I'm not sure the Orange Cassidy, uh, Chris Jericho um, stuff works as well as I had hoped it would. But again, the lack of an audience does, or you know, a full capacity crowd certainly makes that a problem. Um, and the, uh, but you know, everything else was reasonably good. Um, I feel sorry for poor Matt Seidel, but you know, I'm sure he'll rebound from this um, 
you know, take it on the chin. That's... <laughs> Yay! Um, yeah, it's weird talking just to myself. It's much easier to do this with Daniel on the other side. Um, but yeah, so uh, that, was, that was fine. Obviously, uh, New Japan have announced their G1... Uh, blocks that's going to be happening in October as pretty much as planned because uh, they'd already always planned to push it back because of the um, Tokyo Olympics in uh, in the summer and obviously they don't want to clash with that and it's a lot cooler in, in Japan in October as opposed to August so that's great um, I think obviously uh, the inclusion of Will Ospreay for obvious reasons has uh, raised a few eyebrows um, given everything that happened out with the speaking out stuff. Again, I'm not best positioned uh, to, to talk about it. There are plenty of other people who have gone into much better, much more detail. Um, I could certainly see there being some backlash if he gets to the further ends of this. Uh, and, you know, yeah, quite, probably quite rightly. But um, uh, I think uh, you're beyond that, beyond the, his inclusion, you know, um, I think one of my biggest problems with the G1 blocks is there isn't really anybody fresh in there. There's there's not a lot of new blood. It would have been nice to see a few, you know, a few surprises or a couple of outsiders. Maybe it's not possible given the current context of the, uh, you know, the coronavirus. But, you know, like John Moxley being involved last year was, uh, you know, surprising and excellent. And it would be nice just to have a couple of sort of wild cards involved. But, you know, perhaps New Japan is just playing it safe at the moment considering the the situation is precarious at best and they'll go from there so it's very hard to say um what else has been going on in wrestling um you see i'm really well researched here um oh i've been watching a lot of old wrestling uh getting watching some old nitros um so wcw from 1999 um now, we obviously, I was a child when this was happening, so my memory of it is somewhat skewed. But I do recall uh, Spring Stampede 1999 being probably the last great WCW pay-per-view, and it does stand up really well. So I was watching the Nitros kind of in and around that, with the return of Sting and DDP winning the world title for the first time. And do you know they're not bad? Like, I know WWE was running away, or well, then WWF, was running away in the ratings, and, you know, they, they were, WWE was throwing a lot of stuff against the wall at this point. It's still not bad. You can see the wheels are starting to come off, but we're not quite there yet. I mean, we will be by the autumn of 99. It's a, it's really incredible, but, um, yeah, it, it's not actually too bad. Like, the shows are reasonably good, and there's still a lot of star power there, and... It, it makes it even more mad to think that this is a company that would be, you know, within a year and a half wouldn't exist because it was so badly mismanaged. It's crazy. Like, you know, on that on the one show, the uh, the day after Spring Stampede, they had, uh, you had uh, Sting versus uh, Ric Flair. You had uh, Scott Steiner versus DDP. You had promos from Kevin Nash. You know, Goldberg's on the show. They're still teasing Goldberg and Bret Hart, which obviously didn't happen because, you know, we're a month out at that stage from uh, the very tragic passing of Owen Hart. Um, but it's a whole thing. Like, it's a really... It, it, these shows are, are much better than I think they probably had any right to be. And they're probably not as much maligned as they probably they probably were based on, on the quality of the shows. Um, it's just in comparison, because obviously Raw was the hottest thing in the world at that point. But... Yeah, I, I, I sometimes it's worth going back and re-examining for yourself. And obviously, 
if you are a network subscriber, um, which you know some people aren't based on uh, moral things or the rest of it, and again, I understand all of that. Um, I tried uh, tried to steer clear too much of the politics and stuff with wrestling. Um, not because it's not important, God, it is, but because if if I was to take a moral political stance on, you know, every aspect of of wrestling, I don't think I'd watch it anymore because there's so much like carny, uh, shady stuff from over the years that would colour something that's been a big part of my life since I was a kid. So, uh, you know, it, it's not an ideal situation. I appreciate, but I do probably try and zip out of some of that stuff. Um, but yeah. Uh, just a point to say, I think WCW in early 1999 was still doing some really good work. What I will say is they changed their entrance music, uh, sorry, the uh, the TV theme music for Nitro to one of the, something just awful. It was really bad. Like, it's just, it feels a little bit like, like jungle music, but like not good jungle. Like, so when jungle was really, was really good, like it's like they've taken the worst parts of that and made it into something a bit crap. Like I can't, I couldn't even describe what else it is because it's not. It's just it's just noise, it's just noise. Um, yeah, so not ideal. Um, yeah, the new logo is horrendous. Like they just really missed the mark with it, and I wonder if that's the start of the downfall. Um, towards you know, whereas W they went overproduced almost, whereas WWE had gone to the you know, the kind of attitude style. It was all a bit sketchy in places. It was produced, and you know, the production values are wonderful, but. There was still an element of certain parts of it being um, kind of still a bit rough around the edges and still felt a bit, you know, exciting and dangerous in the way that Nitro did a few years prior. And I guess they maybe overproduced Nitro at that point. Anyway, listen, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent here. This was just a mini episode to give you a bit of an update on what's happening with um, with everything going on with, with us. Um a bit of an update on kind of where we are as far as the podcast goes. Um, so the next thing you can expect is the first round matchup between uh, Kazuchika Okada and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, we'll be looking back at Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio from Halloween Havoc 1997. Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar from No Way Out 2004. Uh, we will be looking at Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega from Wrestle Kingdom 11. And also Okada versus Kota Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom 14 earlier this year. So quite a wide variety for both men. Um, and the idea is we'll be, we have a set of criteria of five. Um, once we've discussed the match- matches and the strengths and weaknesses of both guys, based on that sort of sample size as a kind of catalyst for discussion, we'll then uh, hopefully have a little bit of chat about... Um, the kind of five different categories we're using, uh, I don't have them to hand currently, um, but they will be a way of discussing what we think, uh, you know, these guys are, are, are their standing is. And each category, they will be given a mark out of five. Uh, and provided there is a clear winner, that winner will advance to the next round. Uh, if it's a draw, I don't know what we're going to do yet. I think we'll probably... Um, introduce an extra category if that happens of some kind of to to kind of face them off um which will probably be some sort of wild card that we think up on the day because that's what we do you know we are um we like to fly by the seat of our pants and really um you know this is a very relaxed podcast it's not we're not dicking about too much with uh with with sticking to the rules you know 
I like to change things on the fly. So does Daniel. It's 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 good, you know. We have fun. Um, but listen, yeah. So I've I've waffled on for fifteen minutes, uh, and you're probably sick to the sound of me going uh and uh and um and um and la 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 la. Anyway, so. We will be back with you very soon. You can listen to our shows on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Acast, on Stitcher. We are available just about bloody everywhere now. Uh, We eventually will hopefully do something with our YouTube channel. We are on Instagram at at WrestleCube. We are on Twitter at WrestleCube. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash WrestleCube. You look up WrestleCube, you can find us fairly easily. That's basically the plan. Um, so, yeah, so uh, hopefully this will be going up shortly, and then uh, very soon we'll have our second, uh, our first round of our match from the tournament, which I'm very excited to talk about again after our failure the other day. Um, but we've had a little break in between recordings, so hopefully uh, you won't even notice. But uh, if you listen to this, you might. Uh, cool. All right. Well, as always, uh, don't be a square, be a WrestleCube. And I will say so long, folks.